season two of The Blunderbuss, Australia's best bus on which to talk about leadership failure. My name is Edward Vaughan. Join me as I travel far and wide on my special bus, The Blunderbuss, and have honest conversations with great leaders about some of their greatest leadership disasters. On The Blunderbuss, we think it's possible to learn more from your moments of failure than your moments of success if you know the magic secret. And we also know that failure can be fun, especially other people's. So today, the blunderbuss has travelled all the way to Summer Hill in the inner western suburbs of Sydney to talk to Roger Bray, Leadership and Ministry Catalyst with City to City Asia Pacific and Director of Coaching with City to City Australia, formerly Anglican Rector, Youth Worker and All-Round Nice Guy. Roger, (laughs) welcome on the blunderbuss. Wow, I see a seat with my name on it. Just sit, yeah, just well, sit that down looks there. Well worn to me. Strap on the seatbelt, and 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 here we go. Roger, you are a very, very seasoned, very experienced operative in ministry. I'm guessing in all those years, there may have just been a moment or two where you made just the slightest error. I don't know about the seasoned and the errors plenty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, what do you want to talk about today? So I guess one of the things I've noticed about my leadership and also about leadership of others is that there are times where we can be overly accommodating of people and overly assertive Uh uh, in the way we do things. And I think trying to work out those nuances always is going to be very complex. Okay. I tend, I think most of the time, others might tell you other things, but to be overly accommodating. What do you mean by accommodating in this context? Well, in this particular context, the one I'm thinking of at the moment is um, I remember inviting people onto my team at various stages, and I'm talking about all kinds of leadership here, not just people to employ, right. uh, volunteers, people, volunteers or, all that kind of thing, yep. who I thought, okay, there's some, there's some edges here. Um, that's fine. In God's grace, uh, God will change us and transform us. And look, and this is the mistake, I think. Um, I've got all the skills to help them change. Right. Because we do believe in God's grace to change and transform us. Absolutely. And and I'm dedicated to that. Right. Um, but kind of a bit maybe naive or, yes. or overly accommodating. Of, overly optimistic, perhaps. Yeah, and overly optimistic about the challenges involved. <laughs> <laughs> and... And kind of taken a while to get to that point because okay. I want to be generous. All right. you know, okay. I kind of, kind of like to be generous in terms of that. Okay. Can you give us an example? I'd had something to do with this person's training along the way. Um, I'd observed certain things and thought, yeah, okay, there's some things to learn here. Um, but they're, they're new to things and new to leadership and I guess like me, I'm making mistakes along the way and we can probably work with this. Um, and at the time, I guess as a leader, I was feeling under pressure to mm. fill roles. Mm. You know, there's mm. something that needs to get done. And if it doesn't get done, then the church won't flourish. And so there's a bit of pride involved, a bit of kind of sense of, well, I guess I need to make a decision here. Um, and so I can accommodate a range of things which I might not necessarily feel comfortable about, but we can work at this together because I think I can help as a leader. Yeah. Um, and then as I worked uh, more with uh, this person, or in fact other people as well, um, I realised that uh, I was 
uh, I guess, thinking that I had too many skills or overly optimistic about my ability to, to, to influence what was going on. And as time went by, there were clear differences in terms of philosophy of ministry, right. uh, ways of approaching people, uh, structures. Um, it was uh, personality. I think was fine, but it was just really very different ways of doing things. And and character too. Did that come into it? Do you think? Yes, character definitely came into it over a period of time. And okay. so there were things said and done which made my life quite complicated as yeah. the, the senior person involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so trying to both, you know, one of the things I've always wanted to do is to stand behind my leaders and mm. support them. But sometimes when things are going awry, mm. um, it, it's harder to do that and harder to... Um, Roger, I imagine in, you know, for most of us when we put someone into a role, there's just going to be a skills gap, isn't there? And we, we kind of yeah. expect that there's going to be some developmental kind of growth yeah. over over time. Yeah. And that's that's reasonable and to be expected and whatever. You're saying something more than that, though, aren't you? More than just you've got unskilled people and it took a while for them to develop. Yeah. I think, uh, I think of one case where in particular the character issue became an issue and yes. that showed itself actually later on. Uh, beyond my time, mm-hmm. and um, and but it was evident actually as we worked together. Yeah. Um, and there was no simple way of addressing that. Mm. Um, no simple way of uh, thinking about how to move forward. Mm. Um, I think we pretty naturally went our own ways in the end. But my reflection on that was mm. that actually the mistake I was making was was that I was overly uh, confident in my ability Mm. to bring about change in character and in a person, not not just the skills, um, and overly accommodating of of their behaviour and what they were doing and perhaps perhaps should have acted earlier, actually. That you should have been harder in some respects? Um, harder is, is, is has a kind of pejorative term okay. with it, and I, I'm not really thinking of being harder. I'm thinking more of being clearer about expectations yes, and fair. about what I might have expected. Um, and I guess, in, in particularly at this time, no clarity about how to actually unpack that with them well. So we could we could talk about the issues. Uh, we could I could note certain things, but I think it. Particularly, I needed more skill in in as a leader to work out how to help this person make next steps as well. Is that something about accountability in some in some way? Yeah, certainly accountability. Working out how to uh, strike the balance between having someone who's accountable to you and accommodating their differences, uh, but not being overly assertive in what you you're doing and asserting that you're the leader and this is just the way it is. Um, this is interesting, isn't it? Because uh, you and I are both familiar with um, a leadership tool called Leadership Agility. Yep. And one of the things, one of the values in that uh, 360 tool is around working with a whole range of different leaders, uh, incorporating a whole range of different people with, with diverse backgrounds and diverse opinions and, uh, you know, thinking that great leaders are people who are able to include many different kinds of people. Yep. So that's, that's a great value. Yes. And yet you're saying there are maybe times and ways in which that's that needs to be done particularly well or needs to be done in a particular kind of way. 
I, I would totally agree, and I think that's exactly right. I mean, I think probably the truth is my failure to be agile at that point, to okay. pick the right moment to be accommodative and assertive. Yes. Um, was the, was actually my failure at that point. Yeah, that's, that I, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah, Picking yeah. the right moment. Yeah, yeah. So I think I, I haven't sorted this all out by any means, but I think as I've got more mature and understood myself a little bit better, I can work out how to be more accommodating of behaviour or um, assertive in certain points better. Yes. More nuanced about those things. Yes. I still haven't got it right, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I kind of, I'm, in God's grace, he's been helping me work mm. out what that means. Mm. Um, and particularly to trust him in the process rather than to trust always my judgment yes. in the process. Yes. And so, uh, you know, and he's shown me that over and over again. Interesting. Um, and, yeah, continue to learn how that, I guess, God's story unfolds and how um, he's calling me to be part of that story. Yes. And what that looks like to fail. Uh, but also come back to him and acknowledge that there's forgiveness, there's restoration, yes. there's a way forward. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, part of what you sketched out at the very beginning was that sometimes you might have made these mistakes out of um, feeling under pressure or not, not being perhaps patient enough or mm. that kind of thing. Mm. And so that's, that's part of it too, I guess. Trusting, in yeah. I mean, look, I, for sure. Um, one of the things that I'm conscious of is that uh, you know, in in those particular instances, not always, but you know, the approval of others was important to me. Yeah, right. And it's only as I've come to understand, I actually have the approval of the Father. Yes, um, the, the one who counts. The one who really counts. That actually, that means I can relax. Yes, and I don't have to be so accommodating or overly assertive either. Yes, um, and it's interesting how one often lurches to the other. That's right. Yeah, and I'm saying I'm still get it wrong, but um, it, it's a moment at which actually being known by God, uh, being secure in the Father, mm. understanding what the Son has done for me, mm. and by His Spirit being enabled to yeah. continue. That really does change your security. It changes who you worship. It changes yeah. what you need. Yeah. And I'm still growing in that, but there is a sense in which that's happening. Does it change the way that you see failure? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I'm, I'm not as devastated yeah. <laughs> as I was. Yes. Um, I get that I will make mistakes, but that I have a God who's generous and kind and will help me actually grow through that failure. That I'll, yeah. It sounds like it gives you a somewhat more relaxed posture. As you yeah, know, absolutely, yeah. And so, you know, in terms of what we've been talking about, the nuance between um, accommodating and assertive, it means that you can step back from the situation and, and, and say, under, in, in God's grace and timing, what is the appropriate response at this point? You know, what's the best thing? Not, not what do I need to do to meet my needs right at this moment? Um, because I'm fearful that I won't have approval or I won't be successful or whatever it is. Thanks, Roger. Thanks to Roger Bray for sharing about one of his leadership mistakes and what he has learned. At the St. Michael's Institute, we want to encourage people to take more risks for the kingdom of God and have a crack at innovative ministries, which means sometimes we're going to get some things wrong. We'd love it if you would subscribe and rate The Blunderbuss. It actually helps more people to know about this podcast. Go to our website at www.stmichaels.institute and we'll see you next time on The Blunderbuss. <laughs>